We're going to do something a little different today. Many of you know that I like to find a song that goes with the topic um, that kind of helps introduce it. I think music is memorable, it's sticky, causes people to think. And so I like to find that sort of thing. And we found a song for this weekend. But the person who was capable of doing that song is on a youth retreat this weekend. And so we didn't, we didn't have that person. And so uh, we were talking to Noah. I don't know if you guys know who Noah is. Uh, Noah is this guy right here who's reminding everybody right now that what you put on the internet, you should think about because it lasts forever, right? Okay, um, go ahead, we'll take that down, but that, that made me super happy. Um, right here is an album cover. He, he actually makes his own hip-hop kind of rap music, and, um, and he was going to do the song that we had in mind, and we knew it wasn't going to work. And in the middle of that, he said, hey, I've, re I've recently written a song that I think could work for this series. Will you give it a listen? And uh, so he sent it, and uh, we're like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, uh, but you're not going to be here. And then we had this weird idea. What if we made our first music video? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's a great idea. And then we did it, right? And then we looked at it and we were like, okay, next time we should plan more time. Like there, there should be some more effort that we put into it. But listen, this is our first one. So give it a break and check this out. Down, 
Now you understand why we had to do it. Because it's a pretty high quality song. If you were paying attention to the lyrics at all, uh, the truth is, I don't, I don't think you can go a week. I'm not even sure if you can go a day without having a conversation with uh, people in your lives about the stress that they're currently facing. Now, in some cases, they don't use the word stress. They'll say, I am so busy. And what they mean by that is they stacked up so much stuff in their life that they don't know how they can get it done, and they're feeling the burden of that. And they don't call it stress, but it is what it is. So I'm curious this morning. I'm curious to know where you're at with stress. So here's what I'd like to start with. I want to do just a little survey. We're going to have you raise your hand. Um, but I want you to pick a number from 1 to 10. 1, you're super chill. Like everything's rolling off your back right now. You're not feeling much pressure or anything. And 10. 10 is this guy. This guy's about to do stuff you want to do. Talk to it nicely? No. Now, it gets really good because this thing fights back. Oh, now that did it. <laughs> if you're ready to blow, we want to know it. Okay? So if you're a 10, that's where you're at, right? You've thought about doing it, but you really like to, and you're on the edge. 1 to 10, what's your number? Turn to the person next to you and tell them what level of stress you're facing. What is it? Okay, this should be really quick. Turn to the other person. Find another victim. Find another victim and tell them your number. Let them tell you their number. How many of you heard a number that was over seven? How many of you heard a number that was over seven? Would you raise your hand? Okay, I was guessing. I had no idea what that would be like. I, did, I, I don't know um, how many people are facing what. I think it's complicated because we know stress isn't good, so we don't want to be associated with it. Um, we know that it might have something to do with trusting God. We get annoyed when people tell us to chill out. And then there's this complication. <laughs> Hi, my name is Blair. 
I deal with stress, and sometimes I like it. Like, I, I actually think it might be a good thing that happens in my life. Now, let, let me give you the reason that I think sometimes it's a good thing. Because from what I can tell, stress was created and designed by God to be helpful to us. It was, it was meant to be something that came along beside us and aided us. Did you know when you experience stress, there's all kinds of chemicals that are released into your body that do some pretty helpful things. Uh, they create um, better attention. Like you're able to focus a little bit better. Um, it creates uh, some nerve endings that make you ready to react. It releases glucose into your system so your muscles have energy. The, the whole thing is designed for you to act. And God kind of put it in place for that when you ran into either danger or difficult circumstances, that there would be a temporary boost that would come into your life that would make you a really good version of you for a short period of time so that you could weather that difficulty. But my friends, in our modern world, we have used stress as a wave that we ride all day long. We, we ride it home at night. And we have filled our lives with so much chemicals, natural stuff, that's been generated from that, that we can't even rest well at night. Some of you lose sleep because of the stress that you've been carrying all day long at a pace that you were never meant to carry it. And then you wake up the next day stressed that you didn't get enough rest. And the cycle continues and continues and continues. Six months ago, I was doing a series, and I used an example during that series for my life um, where I talked about um, something I was learning about stress and me. It was a sideshow. The story about stress was a sideshow. It wasn't about the main thing. I had a main point to make, and I made it that day. And then I had more conversations with people about stress than anything else I had talked about the whole time. And it was at that moment that I realized that we would have to do some sort of series about this. And that's, that was the, the birth of the series that we're calling Frayed. The, the picture we're chosen is, um, was picked because of the number of conversations we've had where people feel like there is so much pressure and tension going on in their lives that they feel like they're about to break. And sometimes they feel like they do. But it's, it's that kind of pressure, it's that kind of stress that people face. I, as we've prepared this series, I think one of the challenges that I've faced as I've looked at what in the world, how are we going to work our way through this topic, is that in our culture, we use one word to describe this mountain of, of this thing called stress. It means so many different things. For some of you, stress is an emotional thing that you feel. Like when you're stressed, 
there's anxiety, depression, there's all kinds of emotional stuff that comes with it. For others, you, you don't have any of that at all, but it's a physical thing. You feel some pressure in your chest. Maybe you have an eye twitch and you're like, everybody's got to see my eye twitching. No, it's just you. Like, it's just your eye going nuts because of the stress that you feel. But th like, there's, a, there's something physical going on. And we use one word to describe all of that. It's just stress. The stress comes at you in different ways. It comes at you through different experiences that you have. It comes at you um, in ways that you, like, I didn't imagine that this would happen to me this way. We think of health issues, relationship issues. It could be a conflict that you're in. For some of you, it's just your schedule. You have X amount to do, and you have Y hours, and they do not equal, and you feel the tension of that. And all of that, no matter how it comes at us, we, we call it stress. We describe it all with one word. We, we have difficult circumstances that come into our lives that generate stress, and they're not the same either. In some instances, something happens, it's temporary. You experience a temporary moment of stress. It's pretty common, actually. And other times, the circumstance is something that has staying power, like it's going on in your life, and it doesn't let up, and it keeps you on the edge all the time. And it could be anything. It could be a situation that's unfolding in your family. It could be stuff that you buried and never dealt with. It, they, it could be anything. And yet we describe this all as stress. Here's what I find interesting. I actually can't take you to the Scripture and show you what the scriptures say about stress. It, it wasn't a concept that the ancients, um, if the ancients talked about stress, you could find it in writings where you could maybe say, okay, this is what they were talking about. What they meant was that there was some sort of physical hardship that you were having to deal with. If you as an Israelite were making bricks for the Egyptians, that was stress. If you had a long journey to make through the wilderness, that was stress. Emotional thing? It, it wasn't even on their radar. The ancients didn't talk like that. In fact, this is a new word and a new concept. In um, 1915, I believe, was the first time a researcher ever used the term stress in a modern way, where it meant that we were like, it was an emotional kind of thing that was going on in your life. And, uh, and the way they wrote about it at that time was that they identified that there was something that was going on right before people responded with fight or flight. So they called it stress. There's some sort of emotional response that's happening right before people fight or they fight or leave, right? And by the way, that 
They've even added to that now. The, the modern context is like there's six different things that could happen in, as the lead up to stress. It's not just those two, but back then it was just those two. And it really wasn't until 1939 that the modern view of stress kind of made it into broad use and understanding. Why am I telling you this? Because this this thing that we're experiencing is kind of new in the last 100 years. I'm, I'm sure ancients had some of this kind of stressful stuff. They either didn't view it the same or didn't think it was a big deal or whatever. I'm not sure that's the case. I think maybe they wrote about it differently. They, they might have written about it differently, but I can't take you to a verse that says stress but I can take you to stuff that's pretty close. Let me give you a for instance. In Psalm chapter 55, verse 22, this is said, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Now, I, I can't find the word stress, but I think cares... You could easily go, okay, that could be worry, that could be concern, that could be burden. You could easily see where that could be stress. And there's a, there's a response that we would have to that. So I think, I think it's in here. I think there's stuff to be seen. And there's even, there's even a solution offered in this verse. Um, stuff like Proverbs 12, 25. It says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. They're saying kind of the same thing. You've all had that experience where there's been a moment of stress that's created anxiety in you and somebody responds kindly. And in that kind response, you get a moment of relief. You feel like you were seen and heard and cared about. And so the ancients, they're, they're talking about this. They're writing about it. They're writing about it in a different way. But the reason I, I think... The reason I think it's not in the scriptures is it, it really is different. Most people, when they think of stress, they think of an emotional burden that they're carrying because of the pressures of their day. And I'll tell you this, times have changed. Things are different. The, the pace of life that we keep has never been kept through human history. The attention that people are trying to get from you on a regular basis, all the mediums and modes that they use to get your attention, nobody has ever faced this in the history of the world. The amount of time that we spend on devices, by the way, the research is coming in, nothing about it is good. We are doing a massive experiment that has never been done before, and it's causing all kinds of issues. It's different. Now, some of the moral choices, some of the core kind of ideas, those are the same. But to use one word, stress, to describe all of this stuff, it's difficult. In fact, um, the modern researchers have given up. They're not doing that. They're trying to define different ways. So that's what I want. I want to take some of their kind of insights, and I want to lay it out because I want to try to help you figure out what you're facing and why. And then we're going to try to have some answers for this here in a little bit. 
But it's complicated because there are different types of stress. Let me give you four uh, that they're currently writing about. And by the way, this is just in one discipline. If you would go and look at a different discipline like counseling, they have a whole different set of, of things that they would consider stress and a whole different list. It's because it's so broad and wide of a topic. But here we go. This can help um, you understand maybe what you're facing in terms of your stress. The first is acute stress. Acute stress. This is day-to-day kind of stress that you would face on a regular basis. Something pops up. It's difficult or dangerous, like it's risky. There is a burst of chemicals into your life that helps you get ready for action. You act. That thing goes away. The chemicals go away from your body, and it's good. It's all over. It's normal. It happens on a regular basis, and they call it acute stress. Pretty, pretty simple. The second stress is not so much. They call it chronic stress. Chronic stress is a constant stress that stays with you from when you wake up until you go to sleep at night. It has to do with something in either in your environment or something that's going on in your life, a traumatic experience, a difficult relationship, uh, stuff that you can't simply unload. Like you can whack, whack, whack a printer and throw it out the window, but whatever's causing you the stress, you would never think of doing that. But it's causing a constant flow of tension in your life. And here's what I want to tell you. It's dangerous. Every last ounce of research on chronic stress says that it will cost you physically. Like the medical stuff that will happen out of you carrying um, these chemicals in your body that were meant to be temporary bursts and then gone, that if you carry them for that long consistently, it actually harms you and you will live shorter because of it. It's that serious. The third type of stress is called episodic, episodic acute stress. And this one's weird. So this is acute stress. This is day-to-day stress. But somehow, we find a way to string together moments of stress after moments of stress after moments of stress. They're not related. They're not, they're not associated with a traumatic thing or something going on. They're just our skill and ability to find a way to string together a stress response throughout the whole day. Like we find something that keeps us stressed the whole day and amped up. And by the way, it has the same impact as chronic stress. But it's choice. Like the other one's something in your environment, something that's happened that you have to find a way to respond to. But this is us stringing moment after moment after moment of stress together on purpose. The last one, it's fun to say, yo stress. Doesn't even look that way. Don't blame me. I didn't write the English language. Yo stress is the type of stress that you experience when you face a challenge that excites you. It's why some of you took the job that you did. 
Like the, the job that you have is challenging and you like stepping into that and solving a problem and going, I don't know, how can I figure this out? And the moment that happens, there's this, this burst of energy and you're fired up about it and it's exciting to you. And as long as it, it's just for a moment, it's actually really helpful. It's why some of you will say, I'm at my best when I procrastinate. <laughs> uh, don't raise your hand. Um, but there's a lot of people who feel that way. And the reason they feel that way is because they're getting that burst of energy that comes with that stressful moment. And as long as you don't make that a habit where, you, again, you're stringing those together, that could, it can be a helpful thing to get some stuff done. You have these kind of moments. Now, let's just make an honest assessment, just real quick. I want you to think about the stress that you're facing right now. Which type is it? Is, is there something chronic that's going on? Like you wake up and you can't get away from that thing that's haunting you right now. Or are you going through your day and you're just stringing stuff together? Or are you an exciting, and because you're excited by it, you keep stringing it together because you enjoy it? Now, here's the thing. It's not just that there's some different types. There's also two categories that I want to talk to you about, too. There's two categories of stress. One is it's just, it's natural. See, if what you're hoping to do through this series is to figure out how you can eliminate all stress from your life so that you can go cruise down easy street you're going to be very disappointed. It's not going to happen. I, I don't think it's the way life works. And you actually see this addressed by Jesus in the scriptures. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Listen to what he has to say. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Again, you're not going to find the word stress here. But you can see worry, you can see fret, you can see, you can see it, right? You can see it being developed here. You can, you can almost see the idea of, hey, there's going to be some sort of acute stress. In fact, it comes with every day. You should expect it. You see him saying that? You should expect it. But you have the ability, if you pay attention early on, to do something that he warns you about. He's like, you can also take that acute stress and you can string it out and create episodic acute stress. You can, you can string this out by worrying about it right now and worrying about tomorrow. It's a clear warning. Don't go down the path where you take this thing that's natural happening in your life and then you extend it and you give it even more life, which is the second type. There's natural, and then there's manufactured. There's manufactured stress, where you experience things in your life that are they're just going to happen. There's no way to get past them. And instead of letting it come in your life, having a response to it and letting it die down, your response to it feeds it. 
and you worry about it, and you carry that worry for days. And he's warned here, why would you do that? There's already going to be enough stress coming your way. It's going to happen to you every day. There is trouble on the way. Just wait for it. You'll get some. Why would you create or extend more? I've been thinking about that a lot because I think there's a lot of manufactured stress. And and the reasons... They could be countless. I'm going to just give you three that I've seen in the lives of people that I've experienced myself that I think are obvious. I think this is sometimes why we manufacture stress. Sometimes we do it um, because we like it, like I do. There's something about stress that tells us that what we're doing matters, has meaning and purpose. And if I'm stressed out, and if I'm doing something that's tension-filled, this must be important. And so we wear our value for who we are and what we do on our sleeves with the amount of stress that we carry. Except God valued you without that. Loves you for who you are, not for what you do, or how you do it. And yet we like it. So we manufacture it to feel value, to feel purpose. The second reason, we like it because we like to be in control. There's a lot of people who believe if things would go the way that I have planned it, the world would be a better place for everybody, including me, but it would be a better place for everybody if I can just control all the outcomes. And so you end up wound tight trying to control every outcome. You can't let that go. You can't let that be free. You have to be in charge. You have to demand your way. And you walk around with a ball of stress at the core of who you are because you're tension-filled all the time because it takes so much work to keep everything under control. And yet, the thought of giving up that control never crosses your mind. Why? We like it. We think maybe we might even be better at it than God. Third reason I think we like to worry. I, I, I know, uh, people know that worry's not a great thing, but every professional worrier I've talked to, and I do think like they do it like it's their job, they would look at you and say, hey, I have justifiable reasons for why I'm doing this. I'm just preparing myself so I won't be disappointed. I'm just, I'm just getting ahead of this. Can't you see that the stuff I worry about doesn't happen? I believe it works. Yeah. That's incredible. And yet, what we're warned against is manufacturing this stuff, and, and we do it with worry. 
and we do it all the time. It's, it's already bad enough that the scripture concedes that you're going to face trouble on a daily basis. There's nothing you can do about it. It's coming your way. But it's okay because God has created a system that is ready to engage when that happens. And if you can respond well in that moment, you're given an advantage. You have an advantage to kind of deal with that moment and to let it go away. But because we have different agendas, we like it, we want to be in control, we like to worry, we extend it. We extend this into our lives. Have you ever considered that stress might be an opportunity that comes into your life on a regular basis to remind you that you have an ally in that moment when you need help? Have you ever considered that stress was meant to be this thing that caused you to think, maybe I should get help from Jesus in this moment? Can I take you back and just show you just what that scripture said again in Psalm 55? It said, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. If you want to test for how things are going between you and God right now, just answer this question. Is the stress that you're facing shaking you? Because if it is, this is not working the way God designed it. God thought you would have stuff come into your life that you would have to offload, that you would have to get help carrying. And he offered to be the one who would do that. Um, I want to do a little exercise with us this morning. Would you, would you close your eyes just for a moment? Because this is, this is so weird. I, I think God offers the opportunity for you to unload the stress. Often we choose not to. We manufacture more ourselves. And then we turn around and we blame God for putting us in that situation. It's odd. So I want, I want you to practice an exercise that I think you could use this week. I want you to think about um, the different stresses that you faced in the last week or maybe that you're facing right now. Pressure, tension, however you describe it. It comes from so many different ways. But I want you to, I want you to see that as a backpack that's on your back. How heavy is that? How full is it right now? How long have you been dragging that thing around? Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to realize that standing right next to you is Jesus. Like, he's been there the whole time. And his offer has been, it's a standing offer, that if you want, I'll help bear this burden I'll help carry this thing. It's, you're not alone. Never meant for you to be alone in this. 
So can you just see yourself taking off the backpack? Just, just take it off. Would you hand it to Jesus? And as you see him reach out and take that, will you listen for what he has to say to you about that backpack? God, I believe we carry weights around in us, weights that nobody sees but we feel. For some people, it's emotional stress. For others, they literally are feeling it in their chest. It's, it's a pressure that they carry. And God, our modern society has convinced us that for us to really live well, we've got to fill our lives with this stuff that keeps us at the brink of stress on a regular basis. It's not how you made us to be. Will you give us the courage to take off the pack and to give it to you day after day after day and invite you into this journey where you become this person who makes a way for us to live God, we need you. We can't do this without you. Help us to be honest about where our stress is coming from. We are so grateful that it doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter if it's natural. It doesn't matter if it's manufactured. You want to bear the burden. So be our partner. God, there are people's spirits who need lifted this morning. I ask you to help them to remember that that's what you want to do for them. You're going to make a way. In Jesus' name, amen.